Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Today, we're talking about embracing the unknown. You know that thing that you love, the unknown, the unknown. We all love the unknown, don't we? The unknown for many of us is the scariest thing. The unknown for many of us is the thing we try to avoid the most. Many of us, we get so comfortable living a certain way. We get so comfortable in a certain relationship. We get comfortable with, with being a certain kind of person. We get so comfortable knowing exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, or at least we think we do. And we, we've set up our lives in a neat little way, in a neat little configuration where we kind of know where everything is. We know where we're going to work. We know where our money's going to come from. We know who's going to be in our lives. We know who our friends are. We know where we've come from. We know where we're going. We know our route to work. We know, you know, we, we, we've often created a life that is, that, is, that is a collection of experiences that we can control so well that we never have to feel uncomfortable. We never have to go outside of our comfort zone. We never have to venture into the realm of the unknown, that thing we avoid. All growth lies outside of your comfort zone. That means all growth lies outside of what you know and who you know yourself to be. If you want to experience something you've never experienced, you must do and you must speak and you must feel and you must become someone you have never been before, but in fact has always been there. The unknown. The degree of freedom that we experience in our lives is in direct proportion to the degree that we are willing and able to dance. And I say dance, not stand, dance in the unknown. I say dance because life is always moving. Life is always evolving. Life is not a static thing. The unknown is also not some static thing that we can just hold on to. Like, oh, I've grabbed hold of the unknown. Now I have it under control. No, the unknown is unknown for a reason. The more we're able to embrace the unknown, dance in the unknown, determines the degree of freedom we experience in life. This is the key. The willingness to dance in the unknown. Here's the challenge, folks. Often we're born into life as children and we're born into environments and many of us were born into certain environments with our parents and there was pain, there was abuse, there was trauma, there was, you know, whatever the framework of experiences were. Most of those experiences uh, weren't necessarily pleasant much of the time, and many of those experiences led to pain, trauma, hurt, and in many ways, we experienced 
instability, the instability of love, the instability of attention, the instability being like, maybe you were beaten, maybe you were hurt, maybe there was abuse and we never knew, we never knew what was going to happen. So we were kind of constantly in this unknown, what's going to happen? Am I going to get love? Am I not going to get love? Is dad going to be angry? Is mom going to be mad? What mood are they going to be in? Maybe there was mental illness. What mood are they going to be? Maybe there was addiction. Are they going to be okay? Is he going to come home drunk? And so many of us, we we have this relationship to the unknown that isn't healthy. We have this relationship to this unknown that is dangerous. We have relationship and association to the unknown that is only pain. We have this relationship to the unknown that is scary as hell. So it's natural that we would do everything to avoid the unknown. We do everything in our power to avoid the unknown. And so unconsciously as children, because it was painful, not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing the mood, walking on eggshells, not knowing if we were going to be loved, if we, were, if we weren't going to be loved, when, we were going to, when our parents were going to blow up. We often unconsciously learned to develop all sorts of survival defense mechanisms to go into control. You know, folks, that word control, and many of us, we learn to control our emotions, to not feel the pain, to not want more, to not care. We learn to shut down parts of ourselves and we split off from parts of ourselves, disconnected from parts of ourselves and our humanity to just not feel the yo-yo craziness of just our environment, the unpredictability of what was going on in life. So we numbed and disconnected from parts of ourselves as a way to control our and to control and ultimately survive our situation and our experience. Control then gets ingrained and we learn a way of being where we go into life and now we're just trying to, you know, for, for good intention, trying to control everything. And so we go into life and we try to control relationships. We try to control other people. We try to get other people to be what we need them to be. We, try to, we, we end up manipulating other people to be what we want them to be so that we can get what we want from them. We, 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 we contort ourselves and become who we think we need to be in order to get other people to love us. And so underlying, we are addicted to control without even really realizing it because we're trying to function, survive, and get needs met. We're trying to get some sense of certainty. We're trying to get some sense of knowing what something is, what something means, what a relationship is, what a relationship means, what this means, what a job means, job security, we call it. And we go through life this way, so tightly gripped and controlling life, trying to you know, we end up trying to f figure everything out. What's going to happen? What's not going to happen? Because if I, we, we think that if we can control life and have everything planned out, this, this is why we get so caught up in rigid plans. We try to plan everything out in life. Then we're not going to be hurt. Then we can avoid the pain. We can avoid the hurt, not be hurt as much, and we can remain in control. Can you see where it's coming from, folks? But also, you can see the beautiful intention of what we're trying to do many times unconsciously. But we don't realize that by holding on to life so tightly, by holding on to trying to figure everything out so tightly, by holding on so tightly and rigidly to the reins of life, we don't realize that in so many ways we end up limiting life. In our effort to control life so that we're not hurt, so that we're not surprised, so that we can avoid pain, we end up controlled. Let me repeat, 
in our effort to try to control life, we ourselves end up controlled because what we often do is we end up feeling, because we're holding on so tightly, so much anxiety, so much pain, so much, we're so stressed out that life may not go according to plan, that the relationship may not be, that the other person may not respond, that our boss might feel a certain way, that we, 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 we're like constipating ourselves spiritually and emotionally. We're constipated, holding on. Yes. Control is the master addiction that we must acknowledge. And so one of the ways we control, I want to just shed light on, is we, we have this idea and this addiction that we can control everything, plan everything out, then we won't get hurt. We have this idea that if we can figure life out, understand and figure everything out, and know what things are and aren't, then we can also be okay and avoid pain. And so there is an addiction to, in our ego selves, to we've got to know. We've got to know what something is. We've got to know what something means. We've got to know. There's this idea of needing to know that we don't even know is limiting us, but is operating in the background of our consciousness. Look at your relationship with not knowing. Look at your life. Look at your relationship with not knowing. When we go into not knowing, for the most part, most of us, we go into fear. I don't know don't know what my future holds. And I think this is something so profound in 2020 is we've been thrown into a deep, you could say spiritual process by life itself. In terms of this pandemic and lockdowns and uns the uncertainty that has arisen from this year, I believe is sent to teach us, sent to reveal to us, sent to free us from our addiction to our need to know. We can't plan our future. We can't plan tomorrow. We're kind of having to let go and like, Take it day by day and let life lead us because many of our plans are going out the window each week. Your ability to embrace the unknown is and going to determine your ability, the degree to which you're free. To dance with the unknown determines the degree to which you're free. So how addicted are you to knowing? Look at your relationship knowing and look at your relationship knowing. Take a look right now. We're constantly trying to figure everything out, which leads us into our minds. And what we must realize is our minds are so limited. Our minds are limited to the experiences and, and the experiences, the, the, the things that have occurred in our past only. We are limited. So when you are creating your life and figuring out your life, uh, based on your past experiences, you're going to live a limited life. So what often happens is we go into a, a situation, a relationship, a moment, a situation, the experience is there. In our need to control and our need to understand and know, we project meaning into that moment in terms of what this person is, what this connection is, what this relationship is, what this job is, what this means, what this situation is. And what we do is we try to make meaning out of the situation and we project onto that situation what we think it is so that we can have some sense of knowing so that we can feel some sense of security, not realizing that the projection is often coming, most often, 95%, 98%, often coming from our mind, which is, which, is, which is locked in our own ego, which is locked into the past. So the meanings that we end up making about a particular situation, a particular relationship, a particular moment of our lives is also going to be limited, a limited projection from our own current level of consciousness, which may be conditioned in this moment. 
then we create a reality about that that may not be the reality. So the moment we go, okay, this situation is happening in my life, in my life. think of a situation or, or a relationship. Oh, this is what it is. It's my soulmate. It's not this. It is that. It's this. And then we hold tightly onto this is what this means. Now I know. Now I know what this is. Now I know what this isn't. And then we hold tightly to that for a sense of safety, which is false security. And what we don't realize is we end up limiting life. We hold so tightly to what we think we know that we're not open to any other alternative. We hold so tightly to what we think we know something is and something isn't that we're not open to life. We're not truly open to the possibilities. We've already locked down into a fixed perspective, a fixed possibility of what this must mean. If you look back on your life, folks, and if you look back on your relationships, and if you look back on so many things that, like so many things that you thought were, so many things that you were sure about, so many things that you thought were that ended up not being that. That relationship, you thought, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one that then it flipped you upside down, broke your heart so deeply, and you couldn't believe it wasn't. But it wasn't. In the moment, it seemed to be. And you were so sure about it. And so all I'm saying is, the real freedom is the willingness to not be so sure about anything. Not from a victim place, not from a place of like, oh, I'm not sure, but from a deeper place. It is the wisdom of the unknown. It is the willingness to trust life bigger than your own self. It is the willingness to trust the innate intelligence more than your own mind. When you lock down on what you think something you hold so tightly onto that and you think, I now know, that is the end of possibility. You have now limited the flow of life. You have now limited the infinite miraculous potential of life working because now you think you freaking know. And the truth is, the deeper you go spiritually, and here's how you know you're evolving spiritually. The deeper you go spiritually, the more you evolve. The deeper you go, the more you evolve. The deeper you go, the more you evolve, the more you realize you don't know. The more you realize you don't know, and the more humbling it becomes. You realize, I really have no idea. But it's so freeing because to stand... When you're able to have the humility to stand in life with an open heart and say, life, I don't know. I don't know what this means. I don't know what, why this has shown up. I don't know what this relationship is, and I'm not going to project onto it what I think it is. I'm just going to stand with an open heart so that life can reveal to me the highest expression of this moment, the highest expression of the situation, the highest expression of this relationship. Then you're not holding so tightly onto life, then you are open. In that openness of I don't know, and I'm open and I'm willing, you are affirming a deeper trust in the universe. You are affirming a deeper trust in life. When you hold so tightly onto this idea of, I know, I know, I know, and you try to force that through life, you are actually affirming your distrust in the bigness of life. When you stand in the openness of, I don't know, and you're willing to be in like, I really don't know anything. I don't know. Life has shown me. I don't know. But something knows. Something knows, this innate intelligence knows what to do and how to do. Then you are truly, truly open to the infinite potential. Then you are truly open to all possibilities. Then you are truly open to miracles. Yes, you might say, you know, universe, I'd rather, th this is my preference, but I don't know. And I'm open and I'm available for life to reveal the highest good to me 
in this situation. That, my friends, is the active formula, the active alchemy for miracles in your life. Total openness. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm open. Folks, that is the freedom. And so when you're willing to stand in that freedom, magic happens. Things start happening in your life beyond what you could have made up for yourself. Things start happening in your life that you could not have planned for yourself. There's so many things in my life, folks, that have happened that I kid you, I couldn't have planned. Things that the way my my two books have come about. Uh, some of you know I'm writing a second book, uh, but the way that my books came about, the publishers came about beyond what I could have imagined, beyond what I could have imagined. So many friendships and relationships and experiences and successes that I've had in my life, I could not have, I couldn't have planned it. It just, it, it, it doesn't mean I was sitting at home doing nothing. I was doing the best I could in life, but I was open. Openness, it, in life, key to success is not simply working hard. There are a lot of people that work hard. And so, yes, working hard is a key. But key to success in life is openness and receptivity. Dare to rest in the unknown. Dare to dance in the unknown. When you relax into the unknown and say, I don't know, but something knows, you open yourself to the miracles the miracles that life can flow into your experience moment to moment. So folks, look at where do you out of fear go into lockdown? Where do you lock yourself down with this is what this is, this is what this isn't. This is the rigidity, this is what this is, this is what this isn't. And where do you need to be more open so that you can embrace the unknown? Because I promise you the degree of freedom experience in your life will be in direct proportion to your ability to embrace the unknown. And the more you embrace the un unknown, the more magic you will experience moment to moment. Are you ready for some more magic? That's the question. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, folks. Do me a favor, as always. Share this episode with your friends. Share it with your family. Uh, also, uh, write a review on iTunes. Uh, in terms of how you're enjoying Soul Talk, I would really appreciate it. I want to continue to get Soul Talk out to more people around the planet. Uh, and uh, I always appreciate the love and, and your comments and your messages to me. Can't wait to connect with you soon, folks. See you next week. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.